Reality, the podcast. Hello, Pod Tribe. I'm your host, Bobby Joe, and you're listening to Refined Reality, the podcast, here with my friend and co host, Tracy DeCane, aka Miss Money Queen. Hi, Bobby Joe. How's everyone doing today? I just came back from a hockey practice and it's kind of late, but hey, I'm here and I'm happy. But on today's episode, we're going to be talking about sad. Not meaning the actual emotion. I'm I'm meaning the actual terminology for seasonal affective disorder, or like we call it, um, seasonal depression or the winter blues, whatever term you like to use. That's what we're going to be discussing today. I've suffered from depression sometimes. Well, a lot of times from seasonal depression, but I'd like to know. Um, on your perspective, Bobby Joe, I know you've mentioned before too that you suffer from depression. Is it something that's seasonal, or is it something year round? Or, um, well, for me, it's it's year round. Um, I I'm I guess clinically depressed, if you will. I need medication. My brain doesn't produce enough serotonin, but it really does affect me uh, during the weather when you know the the days are shorter. Okay, not getting enough vitamin D. For some reason, it uh, for me, it's it's really became become prevalent in my life when I moved up north because the days are shorter here. Winter starts sooner and ends sooner. We the ground's already full of snow. Starts snowing late September. Last yeah. day of May is wow. when it pretty much melts. It's tough when you're when you live in northern hemisphere or even like southern. I was doing a bit of research on this actually because. It's not something that I'm used to. I mean, my husband, he works in Nunavut, so that's very way up north. And I remember we've had these discussions about getting him like a sad lamp. And and then I started wondering like what it was. So could you give like our listeners just like an overview of what seasonal depression is or what it looks like or what it entails? Well, for me, it's not enough exposure to light. So I have... um a lamp okay. and has a specific amount of, of wattage and I sit in front of that maybe like 30 minutes to an hour a day Okay, and uh, it's strange but it really helps. Really? It gives the illusion of day of daylight because I know like when it starts getting dark around 3 o'clock in the afternoon and you know you don't have that much daylight it sort of it really fucks with your, your brain and your mood. Huh. Now that you say it, I guess it's true. I mean, we don't get a lot of sunlight up here up north, like you were saying, especially uh, less amount uh, during the winter time. So I could see like something like that, like a, a light or a lamp that you're talking about would help with that. I never really had an experience with that, but I was actually looking online to get my husband a lamp and turns out that these lamps are very similar to the tracing lamps that I have for my art like in my art studio I had to buy yeah I had to buy a tracing lamp and they use what they call the wattage or how they determine is like by lux it's called LUX and it just determines the glare like the amount of UV light that comes out of it and my tracing lamp like has about 5000 to 6000 lux wattage I guess you would call it 
And these, all of these like lamps that I'm researching have like at least minimum 10,000. And then they have different ranges of different lamps depending on your location. So like anyone, if you look at the, the, at the graph of like the location, anyone living in Canada, they're like at the maximum, they need the maximum of the lamp. Anyone lower, well, there's moderate and then there's no need. So we're at like the maximum of, uh, of lamp that you need, like the sad lamp, I guess you'd call. I believe it. Cause like your husband, like doesn't, it's, it's like Yukon, right? Where doesn't he have, doesn't he experience where it's uh, constant darkness and then constant day? Yep. Right now they're in a period where they're in constant darkness, like around September, early September, it starts to be like sunset almost like the lighting all the time and then after it reaches a point where it's constant darkness for until i would say like march or april and then after you start seeing light again so when you're working constantly in darkness that really fucks with your system and vice versa like, if, if i can you, imagine because i couldn't i can't do night shift like oh, just that i i um i was doing it for a while when i worked in healthcare like all those weird shifts couldn't do it. Couldn't do shift work. At one point, I didn't sleep for like six days. I ended up in the hospital. My body couldn't tell like when it, like what it was. I needed like sleeping pills and the energy drinks. And I just, was, I couldn't imagine for that amount of time, just being in constant darkness. Yeah. That, I don't know how people who do shift work do that. That's not something I could ever do. Like sometimes at eight o'clock at night, I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed because I'm super tired. But I'm a morning person, so I like to see light. Like, I like having light. To be in constant darkness, I don't know how my husband does it, to be honest. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy him a lamp so that he could bring it up north. But I'm sure a lot of people who live in northern areas have that or should have that. I mean, if it helps because it reduces a lot of symptoms like from seasonal depression, like things like sleeping problems, um, fatigue, irritability, even the more or less desirable symptoms like, you know, what severe depression causes, like not being able to wake up or not wake up, but get out and be motivated and do anything or go about your day. So it does really stack. Yeah, it sure stacks. It is. It's something that stacks up and especially when you're working in a demanding job where you need to be alert and aware of your surroundings. Super important to have that uh, in your life so that you can manage it. And that's another thing too. Like a lot of people, they don't really talk about it. It's not something that's well talked about, like even in social circles or work gatherings. I I didn't know about it until Mm -hmm. um, I went uh, to my psychiatrist. Sorry. And, uh, He's like, yeah, you have uh, sad. I'm like, of course I'm sad. I'm sad all the time. Can you just adjust my meds? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling maybe it's not working, you know? And he's like, no, no, no. Because he's like, I guess where you moved, you know, there's not enough daylight. So he recommended the light and it's really helped. And now that we've had that shift and the snow's on the ground, it's like I wake up and I try so hard to have a positive attitude. Like, you know, everything's great. We're healthy. I mean, considering we're in a pandemic and it's like, like, there's just like that heavy, like lead, lead in feeling in like your arms and your legs and you're so tired and like I want carbs and I tried to get the Halloween decorations. 
out of the freaking lawn today and they're frozen there. I can't. <laughs> they might have to freaking stay there till like 2021 because I don't know. <sighs> That's funny. And, and considering that we just had to turn back time, it doesn't help any either because now it's even darker sooner in the day. I leave right. work and it's pitch black. It's it's kind of it's depressing and it goes to show you how like this is actually a thing like i thought like you said i didn't even know this existed before and it makes sense i mean without light and everything like that and to think about it like especially now going into winter time we're still in covid you know everything's like the numbers are stacking up and everything and they're you know they they've canceled they're starting to cancel holiday festivities and gatherings and social gatherings. I don't know how a lot of people who suffer with this kind of seasonal disorder are going to be able to manage. I mean, because there's already talks of like canceling all of the Christmas parades all, all locally. And never mind Christmas, like especially around here, there's a lot of elderly, like retired people. And some of them don't have family that come and visit them regularly, you know, not even considering COVID. So now you can't even, they, they would get together like in social gatherings with either the church or community and do kind of like Christmas parties just for them to get together with other people. But now if they don't even allow that, they're going to be stuck at home alone celebrating Christmas by themselves. I know already there's so many people that are starting to worry about Christmas. Like we got the list because for Halloween on that day, they decided in the interest of having Christmas because COVID is finally reached its way to my community and okay. i live like remote up north so yes you do um we didn't have covid for a long time like we just finally got it because people are traveling now and things are opening up and you know people are bringing it from elsewhere yeah in the interest of christmas people were like let's let's cancel everything and i really think you know with any feeling of sadness yes okay medication if you're feeling that you might have seasonal affective disorder definitely talk to your doctor about it it was great when i talked to my doctor about it and as far as like christmas and holidays like that maybe i'm just a humbug i don't know because i feel like people put are putting too much emphasis on that day it's just today yeah i could see. and i don't mean that you no. know to to abate that in a religious context no no at no. all like you know i'm i'm not i'm agnostic i i acknowledge but i don't practice or really or really believe and i don't so for me, it's for sure just a day, you know, like I remember my dad saying that because he was trying, he grew up in a non-religious household and he was trying to like find his religion. So he practiced everyone because it is personal and like did his research and the end to him, it was like, well, it's all the day, you know, like I'm going to celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter and whatever other holiday this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I'm yeah. actually going to meet you. I know that's exciting. And then the like, day after, yeah, I'm excited too. And then, like, I'll have been celebrating the holidays because I feel like it's a good principle. If you're feeling sad, you're feeling down, it's a great time to reach out to people digitally. Zoom. I've been zooming with my grandparents, setting up a tablet, maybe at the dinner table, and that would be and trying to participate as much as possible. Yeah, I think like in places like. Um, in senior homes and, and, and places like I was talking earlier of a lot of people that won't have family or 
friends that will be able to be there because of social gathering limitations. If they can some way offer those people like iPads, like you say, so that they can communicate with other people face to face, like through digital means, just to avoid that kind of loneliness. I think it's not so much as um, celebrating like a holiday as much as the loneliness factor is because a lot of people, they want to be around people. We're not meant to be alone. And just to have that, that kind of interaction for a lot of individuals who don't have immediate family to celebrate with is, is going to be really something that needs to be done if we can't, if they can't spend that time with other people because of the pandemic. Yeah, like you say, celebrate it in advance. Like when you're going to be coming down, you're going to go see your family and, and you yourself, like you're not going to be able to see your immediate family probably around the holidays. So you're coming in in advance. Last year was the first Christmas and it wasn't really Christmas. It was like the 23rd. So the closest to Christmas that I celebrated a Christmas with anyone I was related to in like seven years, maybe. That's insane. And I get people, yeah, but I get people think like it's sad right? Not being able to see family. It's sad. What can you do about it? You know, change your perspective. Yeah. And it really does mean a lot. And I get in these times, it's like you feel, we feel like sluggish and then there's the obstacle of a pandemic, but just like reaching out to people or having counseling or, okay, it's not as good as I guess face-to-face, but we live in a digital world now. Like, you know, make your own holiday. Yeah, that's something I'm struggling with too because my husband's not going to be home for the holidays. So I'm trying to figure out a way to for us to be together and to do something. And we can't do like face-to-face because they don't have like that capability, especially up where he is, to do that. So the only kind of means to communicate is via like phone, like voice, or he, he messages me um, through social media like that's the only way he's able to to communicate with us when he's away so i'm trying to figure out a way that we'd be able to communicate and get the kids and stuff because it's going to be i think the first christmas that he's not going to be home so it's going to be interesting to see is he gone the whole month because i've been alone for like my husband works almost every major holiday like i remember we first got together like he hasn't been able to get christmas off that's why we haven't had it or my birthday or, or this and that like he's missed pretty much every holiday wow and he's been working for that company for eight years and people are like oh my god it drives me nuts and his his co-worker divorce uh, divorce rate is super high and i'm just like it's a freaking day yeah you know like yeah. we had his birthday not on his birthday we <laughs> we did his birthday thanksgiving christmas my birthday his mom's birthday or whatever like all on one day that that's we pick right. yeah and you, nice. and you look at it for travel too when you have family coming, why why pick, you know, prime season where you're going to, it's going to cost big money yeah. and everyone has to drive and like the weather is bad. And it's, it's like you could take the same principles, ignore consumerism and ignore having to buy, you know, all that festive stuff and like just do your own thing, do your own traditions. That's really what's um, been helping me overcome my depression and my sadness and especially around the holidays like what gets me by is having my own tradition i like that you know, idea. It, it could, yeah and i mean it like we decided we do uh, a communal meal so like at mm-hmm. and for those who don't know 
it's sort of like a Korean barbecue. Like French people are super, super into it. I guess that's how I'd explain it. You um, grill different kinds of cheeses and veggies. And that's what we do, right? Because we yeah. prep it together. Then we make a really tacky gingerbread house and watch really bad Christmas movies. And we just do it as close to Christmas as possible. No, that's perfect, though. Like that, That's it. That's a perfect tradition that you, you've implemented. And I really love how you highlighted that you figure out your own tradition. It doesn't necessarily need to fall within the, the guidelines of everyone else's and it has to be on that day. I think you, like you were saying, a lot of people put em- emphasis on the particular day and, and things like that. And that's where I'm having a little bit of difficulties wrapping my head around it and trying to be like the brave face for my kids because I don't want them to see that I'm a little shaken or upset that he's not going to be there. And it's just the way it is. And, and, it has to be that way, but to try to figure out a different way where when he does come back in, in January, we could do something uh, fun, yeah. uh, you know, festive around that time. because you could, yeah. yeah, you could even do it in November. Like, I mean, just think about it. We're not yeah. the center of the world, right? Like in Australia for Christmas, they have barbecues and pool parties. Yeah, that's like, strange. I know, you know what I mean. Like they're not, they're not in the same hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not the center of the world. Yeah. And, you know, Look at those people who celebrate other holidays. There's so many ho- wonderful holidays. Diwali and, and Hanukkah and all that around the Christmas time. Like, it's not just Christmas. Like, Ukrainian Christmas is in January. Yeah, that's true. It's on January 7th. You know what I mean? Like, you could do your own thing. Like, people do, like, love decorating for Christmas. And I, I know they already have Christmas decorations out where I am. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Christmas music is already starting. And I'm like, are you serious? I know. Like, I- there's other holidays. I've seen that. You say all it's over. religious, but like it's so commun like it's so consumer. It is. And I think it's coming out earlier this year. Is it just me or is it is it coming out earlier? And I don't know if it has the f- to do with like the whole COVID thing and people trying to cheer people up. Like I know locally speaking, when they canceled the the parade, there's like a group that's forming where they're going to they're looking for basically for donations from local businesses and with all the donations they're going to be giving out prizes to houses who are best decorated for christmas i'm guessing um from what it looks like i i don't know if it's all done up yet or not but just basically to put back like the the cheer or the spirit of christmas to just bring happiness around and the whole basis and the idea behind it is awesome like i i love it but I don't know. I just kind of feel weird seeing Christmas decorations before we celebrate Remembrance Day. I mean, I, I kind of, I always have that little respect where I wait until after that to, to decorate, usually, as a rule of thumb for me anyway. But I don't know. To each their own, whatever they decide. Yeah, some but. people already decorated. I, I don't know. I don't, my husband doesn't like it, so I don't put anything up for him. I, like, out of respect for him, me, I'm indifferent. i as long as that day is reserved for veterans, you know? Yeah. I don't think it matters really what your house looks like. I don't really decorate much for Christmas though anyway because Halloween is my thing. Christmas isn't. And again, I, I think it's more religious. I don't practice that. So I just feel weird decorating. Plus French people do different. Um, Like his family celebrate Christmas on the 24th. Yeah, at midnight, midnight mass. They don't do anything on the actual 25th was a tradition in my household growing up um, my parents used to bring us to the Réveillon uh, on the 24th and we'd go to midnight mass all the time and then we'd open up our gifts on the 24th not on the 25th just like Thanksgiving up here 
the French people, they don't celebrate it. Thanksgiving is like the Englishman's holiday. Mm-hmm. They go, that's that's hunting week. That's they all go hunting. Yeah. Yeah, hunting is 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 uh really popular up here. But you know, and, and being so multicultural, it's like I don't know. If we're celebrating togetherness, like why why put so much emphasis on one specific day? Why not celebrate togetherness as much as we possibly can, you know? I mean, obviously this year there's COVID restrictions, so within that, but I'm interested uh, to Christmas see. in July, that could happen. Yeah. I'm interested to see though, like the creativity and how people are gonna work around it. I think we're gonna rise above, I guess, the the restrictions that are put in place. I mean, I was talking You could actually, also do oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was I was talking to a client actually today and, and she's saying her daughter is getting married this weekend. And I'm like, Really? She's getting married this weekend and we have snow on the ground. Like it's minus ten uh on a good night, like because it's fairly cold. I mean, it must be colder where you are, Bobby Joe, but here it's been cold and we've had snow and it's very I guess not common around like at this time point of time. Like usually it gets cold but we don't get snow right away. But anyway, tomorrow it's supposed to be plus fifteen and it's supposed to be like that kind of weather for the next week. And it's like I, I told Joey, I'm like, I'm gonna have to whip out my my lawn tractor and, and mow some mow my grass because it's going to be like plus 15. So I thought I was done with mowing the lawn and I put the lawn tractor away. It's weird because it's like you're gonna, your feet are going to be cold, but you're going to be ready for shorts. I know. I'm going to have to wear like a toque and then wear like shorts to mow my lawn. It's going to be very weird. <laughs> right. It must <laughs> be like that though for him when he goes to work in Nunavut. Oh, fuck yeah. He, gets, he, he boards the plane and he's all warm and then you get up there and you need... Like you cannot board the plane if you don't have a snow jacket like there's requirements at a certain point in time it's like you need mittens toques uh, a big winter jacket like there's the whole gear setup that you need well does he have the minus 50 wear because i know my husband needs it yeah. for minus minus 50 degrees celsius because when he goes and works remotely it's cold it's cold and his he has to get off the train and flip the switch and it's frozen and he's in waist deep snow yeah and he just sort of like hustles his way way through that i know right now joey had sent me a a screenshot of the weather there and it's minus 35 right now oof see we're strangely enough up here it's actually been hot it's minus three we're starting it's weird but we have a lot of snow on the ground like today i had to my dog was all confused didn't want to listen i had to book after him bare feet in the snow and i was like oof you know it's only minus three but my toes are pretty frozen okay (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's um, when they, I love this time of year, like, especially when they got like that pumpkin latte, like I never drink that, but it's just, it means like fall is here. And then the, the colder months are here, like not like where it's like blistering cold, but you could wear like a sweater or like a jacket, a light jacket, um, and then put like a nice scarf. But then when you get into the point where you have to like wear the big heavy boots, the big coat, uh, it just, I'm like, oh, no, not this weather. And then it lasts forever. But the almanac apparently says... want to be a snowbird, man. Yeah. Let's just be snowbird. I know. Let's just do it. Let's sell everything and fuck it. We'll just move to, like, Costa Rica or something. <laughs> or go down to Florida. Like, that. That that's such a Canadian thing, to be a snowbird. Know. Yeah, but Florida, man, kind of... I, it seems yeah, like an good. overpopulation. My mother-in-law, you know what she called... 
like most of the communities there, it's like it's a sea of Q-tips. I'm like, what? I've never heard that term before. And she's like, yeah, they all got like white hair. I'm like, oh, fuck, Q-tips, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, they all, they all go down there. Like a dry state, though, would be nice, like Arizona or something, because like arthritis at that point. I'd but. rather go to Arizona, honestly. Like if I'm retired, older, that's probably where I'd go. Mm-hmm. Like, because honestly, if I could afford it, I would, because then I wouldn't be so depressed. You know, um, the weather makes, strangely enough, it makes such a big difference. You know, environment. Some people are more impacted than others, though, by environmental factors, and that's the thing too. Where it's like November to me makes me the saddest because you have the time change, right? And then you have all the our media being like, "Oh my God, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving," because Thanksgiving in the states is in November, end of November. So I'm just there, and I'm like, we already got a few feet of snow. I don't feel very festive. The harvest like happened in October. Up here, everything went bad in, in September. Like that it just makes me feel sad. <laughs> like, you see, you it's November. For me, it's January. January seems to last forever because 31 days. And you even see memes about it by the end. It's like it's already been 365 days of January. It just, to me, it seems to last forever. And there's not really like any kind of like holiday to break it up or anything. And now that I'm like... There's Ukrainian Christmas, January 7th. Yeah, but we like I don't celebrate. I don't celebrate that personally. So for me, I find that month is the longest because there's not really anything. Well, to maybe break you should it up. this year. Maybe you should do the Ukrainian Christmas because then Joey will be home. Yeah, I should. I should call up my coworker. She's Ukrainian. She's quite the hoot. There, she's funny. I'm I'm Hungarian. Close enough. My birthday is the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Same as Elvis. Yeah, it's funny. When I was used to work with her way back when, she'd tell me all sorts of stories, and she's so funny. I remember she she had told me this one joke once and well not a joke but she had she liked to travel with her husband and they went on this boat cruise during the winter time and she was saying oh Trace she's like I swear like I had like a few drinks in and then after everyone was dancing and it seemed like I was do, like I was dancing really well like I, everyone was having a great time and they were like holy fuck she knows how to dance and I'm like yeah but it's just because you're too drunk to notice that you're you're dancing horribly and it's just like who cares you're having fun anyway and she's like you really know how to burst my bubble tracy <laughs> <laughs> but see i feel like people should have that attitude of who cares more yeah. in a way when it comes to like the holidays especially because i feel like jan people are like why is january so long well i mean people spent all their money and by the end of december come the new year so many people are broke like, I used to hate it as a kid, having my birthday in January 8th. Because, like, all my friends used to be like, we spent all our money. My parents said we can't go see a movie with you or we can't hang out. We can't afford to do anything. And it's like, I hate that. I hate starting the year broke or starting the year with uh, debt. And I think another reason two people really don't like January and seem to think it's a long month is the 1st of January, like, you always set yourself up with, what do you call you know, you start the new year and you always, how do you say Oh, uh, oh my God, no. I'm blanking out here. You make like a goal. No, yeah. I know me too. You make a goal. Yeah. you A resolution. Yes. Oh my so, God. So yeah, in January, people make a resolution and typically resolutions don't pan out. Like the second or third week in January, you're like, fuck this. I need chocolate. I can't do it. No. 
And then after, or you make a resolution, no more wine. Fuck that. I need my gallon of wine. I ain't doing it. Or I, I need to save, I don't know, whatever X amount of dollars by the end of the year. Fuck that. I need my money to pay my bills. Like, it's just like people get so depressed because at the end of January, you're like, fuck, it's, only, it's not even been a month and I'm already fucking done. See, sometimes I wonder, like, why, like, I don't know, maybe I'm blessed that I'm a simpleton because that is, that is what has naturally helped me try to, like, not be depressed and <laughs> fight against my sadness because I'm so, like, I don't want to end the year broke. I don't want to make a resolution because it's unrealistic. Like, I've never really done that. Like, I always go into the new year and I'm like, okay, try not to make the same mistakes as last year. And, like, we look at our finances and... You know, I, I look at that in the fall and that tells me if we're going to, what we're going to be doing for, you know, the end of the year mm-hmm. and we already start bracing ourselves. Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, uh, when I try to set myself a target or a goal or anything like that, I got it all mapped out like spreadsheets, fucking like, yes, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I talk to myself. I'm like, yep, this year is the year where I'm going to lose a shit ton of weight. And then after by the fucking second or third week in January, I'm like, I can't live without chocolate. I don't know. It's just, that's just, no. A life without chocolate is a life worth not living. <laughs> See, I'm like, don't deprive yourself. Just dip your broccoli in chocolate. <laughs> yes, because that's going to solve everything. I'm still getting chocolate. <laughs> but it's better than carbs, like pure carbs. You know, like you could be worse. You could be dipping you know, something else. I remember I used to drink and I used to be like, oh my God. And then I, w- I would have like chocolate all the time and I would dip like weird things in it, like bacon and cauliflower or like whatever I had in the fridge. I would just sit there hungover and dip everything in chocolate. I cannot have Nutella. I, I like <laughs> Nutella cannot live in this house because it's gone. Like I could just sit there and just like have a spoonful of Nutella. I know it sounds disgusting, but it's so good. I'm telling you right now, if you're in a shitty mood and you need a pick-me-up, that is a good pick-me-up, but it's not good for my waistline. So I need to get something else like a happy lamp or a sad lamp or whatever you call it. I need to get that. Called a dildo, Tracy. (laughs) Actually, my husband surprised me with one of those one day. He always says, oh, Tracy, let's stop at the sex shop. Let's stop, stop at the sex shop. I'm like, I'm very like outspoken, confident in all those things in everyday life, except for that facet of my life. Like anything like sex related or something like that, I'm like, I turn into a prude and it's like, ah, mm. you know, like I think about all those things, of course, but it's not like I physically say it or I share it or whatever. If I do share this kind of shit, it's because I'm drunk or I'm being fucking stupid, which some of my friends have heard some funny fucking ass sex stories. And I think I scarred them for life, but those people know who they are when they listen to this. Anyway, but I don't know. It's just one day he came home from Nunavut, okay? And then I seen this weird charge like on his, on her bank account. I'm like, where the fuck is this? Yes, I'm that weird fucking wife that looks at bank transactions of where... Because I, I, if I see something I don't recognize, I call him. I'm like, where did you spend money on? So side note that's not a good thing if he wants to make a surprise i like surprises but i kind of prevent myself from receiving surprises anyway back to my story i uh he came home then he had a package like whatever and he had this fucking smirk on his face i'm like you did something i'm like there's something 
And then he opens it up and he, yeah, he got me a dildo. And then he got me like a, a vibrator as well. I'm like, what, what am I going to do with this? So he's like, well, I'm, when I'm away, you can use it. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like I, I've been okay my entire life without those kind of gimmicks. Like I think I can handle it. No, no, like it's a lot of fun and whatever. So yeah, we used it fun. It was a few times. And then the other day he went to go look at, he went to go and try it. And the battery was dead. He looked at me. He's like, holy fuck, Tracy. He's like, he used it to the point where the battery's dead. I'm like, no, I said, I haven't used it at all. Maybe that's why it's dead. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a mood booster. <laughs> it's a mood booster. All right. Oh. I, I, yeah, I've been reading articles, you know, because you read like stuff you could do. I mean, you got to ignore a lot of them out there, right? Because a lot of them, like I laugh. It's a good laugh because like we're in by men and it's like, oh yeah, man, semen is super good for women. It makes you less depressed than not. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's obviously like so scientifically found, bro. Like, but, <laughs> like, but I mean, there are studies and stuff like that. The dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, all that shit boosts your mood. Any exercise is real good too. No, that's true. And it's funny because it makes me think of this show I watch, uh, Frankie and Grace and Frankie. Have you ever watched that series? That's such a good show. Oh my God, the last season's coming out soon. Last season made me cry already. <laughs> but if you haven't seen this, this show or know what it's about, it's about two older women that their husbands fucked each other and then they ended up divorcing because the husbands ended up getting together. And these two wives and they're up- so eloquent. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm so eloquent with my conversation right now. I don't, I have like a sailor's <laughs> mouth at the moment. I don't know why. But anyway, so these two women move <laughs> in together and then they later in the season develop this business and they develop like this vibrator for like older women in their class group, like their, like their age group. And it's just the funniest shit ever because it's like these old ladies that you wouldn't think would have these type of conversations of like, sexuality and things like that like i don't know if you've ever been to one of those like sex parties not not i'm not talking about i just put my foot in my mouth but i'm not talking about like a sex party but i'm talking about like you know those parties where you go and you buy shit like you buy dildos and stuff (laughs) wow and 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 then you have an orgy right (laughs) god i can feel you blushing from eight hours away oh god gonna laugh at me so bad right now um, anyways it's well, what the passion parties is that what it's yes called? yeah those are popular those are really popular up here too i mean i don't know it, it's a personal thing and and i think it's it's important like it's definitely a part of life and one thing i learned from working in healthcare is that old people are like horny fucks y- yeah like they're worse than teenagers. old people are so fucking horny it is so weird that you wouldn't think, but I can promise you in a nursing home, the amount of beds that I have had to fucking push together so old people could be kinky was very <laughs> surprising. Dear Lord. <laughs> I won't be able to get that think about out it. of my head. If granny didn't have sex, if your granny didn't have sex, you wouldn't be here, Tracy. I know, but I'd rather not picture it. I don't know. Like, my dad is... <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, my dad, he likes to embarrass the shit out of me with those kind of conversations. <laughs> That's the like, artist in you. I know. I don't know. I just don't want to visualize it because it's like, yes, it's like I could just fucking see it now. I won't be able to unsee it now. <laughs> Maybe I'm glad I don't have a good imagination like you. 
I don't need no fucking videos or fucking books or anything. It's all up here. <laughs> That's why your battery died. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I have to, come on. But uh, <laughs> it's oh. better than being sad, Tracy. Come on. My mind's in the gutter. Oh. Well, that was refined and real. Many thanks to you, our listeners, for staying with us until the very end. For more about us and what we do, check us out on our Facebook page, Refined Reality, the podcast. And a huge shout out to Architect for building our music. Like what you hear? Check out his info in our description. Until next time, get some R&R. Stay curious. This is Bobby Joe signing off.